welcome to another North Point Counseling Perspective, a podcast that addresses the intricate tapestry of relational and mental health issues. I'm your host, counselor and author, John Sternfels. Whether you're navigating the challenges of marriage, parenting, family dynamics, sex or porn addiction, partner betrayal trauma, or any other mental health concern, we've got you covered. Join us each week as we provide insights from counseling professionals who help unravel the complexities of the heart and mind. So grab your headphones, settle in, and let's explore another North Point counseling perspective. In this week's podcast, entitled Grandkids Unplugged, I will bring you the unfiltered, genuine voices of the younger generation. And I'm thrilled to introduce to you two remarkable individuals who happen to be two of my wonderful grandchildren. Cameron, age 14, and his brother Carter, age 12. Together, we will talk about navigating the ups and downs of growing up in the rapidly changing world, sharing their experiences and perspectives about the use of social media. What you're about to listen to is unedited. It is important to note that the views and opinions are those of the grandchildren and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of myself or their parents. Welcome, Cameron. Welcome, Carter. So before we begin today, let's get a working definition from both of you. What is social media? I would personally define social media as a place where you can develop and meet other people. I would say it's a great way to meet other people and hang out. And what platforms do you guys personally use for social media? Mainly Snapchat. It's like the biggest thing now. I would say texting and usually Pinterest. And how do you decide who to connect with? I would mainly look at somebody's profile. I mainly connect with friends, but I would look at somebody's profile just to make sure and see if they're like me. I would do some background information, try to chat with them and see how they react and how they respond. So it sounds like you two use some sort of criteria to evaluate. Have you two met new people online? Uh, I have. I've met two or three uh, good friends that I now know that were complete and utter strangers to me. And tell me again, how do you determine one's trustworthiness? Like I said earlier, I would look on their account and have an interaction with them, see if they're kind and like me. I would agree with that. Yeah. So have you ever made any new friends online, Carter? Uh, Yeah. I met a lot of people by playing games, a lot of nice people. Okay. Another question I have is regarding profiles. How did you guys create your own profile? Was it something that you did on your own? Did your parents have involvement? I would mainly create my own profile, but I would love to have parental overview and overlook just to make sure that I'm safe and protected. Yeah, completely agree. Maybe you could help the audience. What kind of personal information should never be shared online? I feel mainly really personal things like your name, your address, your phone number, stuff that you really don't want people to know that's like personal that can help people find you. That sounds like great insight. Another question I have is regarding content. Regarding being online, what do you deem to be appropriate or inappropriate? I would find that mainly what's appropriate is like hobbies. You're able to share hobbies. No one's really going to find you over that. Um, And I also believe that anything you're doing that's, again, not personal, 
Yeah, and hobbies and that good stuff. And in terms of maybe somebody asking for a picture of you or you want to show a picture of your dog or maybe some family members, how do you go about knowing what to share, what not to share? I would usually ask why you want that information. And if it's my family, I would ask their permission first and then ask them if they why they want to see it. Completely agree with that. I have nothing to add. And how much time do you guys spend on social media on the average per day? I'd say on average, I <laughs> it's about four hours. For mm-hmm. me, it's about five or six. Hmm, that's interesting. Another question I have is being exposed to differences of beliefs and opinions and values. What is your take on that, guys? I feel like there's a lot of people that will try to influence you on social media and get to try new things, uh, but it's not always possible. Yeah. Okay. Another question I have is regarding screen time. Are there any rules you think would be helpful for managing your screen time? I would say definitely letting your child know, hey, you're spending this amount of time on social media or on your phone and try to make them have like no screen days. I know it sounds like a hassle, but it's it helps a decent amount. So perhaps they should say, hey, guys, you know, maybe today we're not going to do social media. I would give your child about 10, 15, maybe even 30 minutes just to get everything sorted out and let their friends know. and peers know that, hey, I'm not going to be doing this today. Got it. How about you, Carter? I would say there should be some boundaries. Me and my brother have screen limits. It's nice because it's nice to know how much time we're spending and there should be limits. Given what each of you had shared, uh, how do you manage your screen time? I would mainly use up all my time and then I'd ask my parent for more. Usually they would say no, but sometimes I get a little lucky. Yeah, I agree with that. When it comes to how social media may affect your daily life and or beliefs, how does that influence you, if at all? Well, via online, like I said earlier, there's a lot of people who can influence you. We actually found our church via online, uh, which we now reside at. It's been amazing. And there can be a lot of people who will try to change your beliefs, but that's normal, I feel. And so when you say that people may try to change your beliefs, so they may start questioning or challenging or asking you about your beliefs? Yes, indefinitely. Uh, and what, what does that do for you in terms of, okay, do I want to engage in this conversation? Uh, am I strong enough to debate my position? Or I just simply want to listen to what they have to say. What would you say? I like to do all of those. I like to listen. I like to debate. I appreciate when people talk to me, especially about that, because I'm able to maybe change their mind. Yeah, I agree with that. All right. So in terms of, I'm going to change a little bit, cyberbullying. Do you know what cyberbullying is, guys? I do. How do you define cyberbullying? I would define it as bullying online or repeating something online that people don't like or person. I would call it repeated harassment of whether it's verbal, through video, on a game, I would just call it repeated harassment. Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of wondering, guys, have you or any of your friends ever experienced or witnessed cyberbullying? Indefinitely. I have many times. And how do you feel about it if you're witnessing your friends getting cyberbullied, you're getting cyberbullied? What do you do? I mainly either just 
turn off my phone if I'm being cyberbullied and just take a break and think. Or if somebody else is, I'll try to kind of step myself in and try to fix the problem. Usually, for me, from a telegraph perspective, I would usually try to, like, butt in. I would, I would butt in. I would also make things worse, and I would just say, hey, blah, 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 and all that stuff. So you would kind of get involved, debate, or that cyberbullying in hopes to do what? To make things better. Obviously, I'd go with the person that is being bullied, not the bully. Ah, okay. So it sounds like you would come into a, a rescuing, perhaps, yeah. a mode uh, to help the person get in, who is being cyberbullied. Yes, definitely. So another question I have is posting things online. What's your understanding about posting things online? On some apps in some areas, you do have control, but uh, I dislike that some apps do not give you control and that once something's out there, it's, it's out there and it can't be erased. I would say on anything or anywhere, once something's up there, it cannot be erased up there permanently, even if you delete it. Somebody stalker got the file clip or whatever. Sure, yeah. And so when it comes back to uh, your profile and your interaction with others online, what do you want others to perceive about you? I would mainly want people to know that I am a genuine and good person who just wants to help them. Mm -hmm. I usually just want to say, like, hey, I'm going to flow, whatever. I'm just chill. I like to do stuff. Sure. This one's going to be a little more difficult, and I am asking you to be brutally honest. How comfortable do each of you feel talking to your parents about your online experiences? I would say I do confine in the certain adults. But uh, I usually, it's very uncomfortable. I would say I usually don't tell my parents at all whenever something's going on. Just keep it silent. Okay. And so given that, uh, Cam, you're 14, Carter, you're age 12, rules or guidelines you think are reasonable for the use of social media, given your ages? What rules or guidelines do you follow for yourself? Not imposed by others what you put in place. I would definitely say that don't really get your kid into social media or technology until they're about 16, because then it'll really start affecting them and their brains a little bit more developed. I feel like I was brought into technology in general a little too early. Interesting. So you're suggesting that it might be best at age 16 moving forward and that you were brought into it at an earlier age that if you had to do it over, you would reconsider? Yes. Now, I don't personally set any rules or guidelines for myself. Just don't do stupid stuff. And what would be an example of stupid stuff? Sharing your personal information previously talked about. Sure. And this is a good question for you guys. Would you like your parents to be more or less involved on your online activities? I would honestly say a little less. I feel like I'm kind of being hovered around, but I also really do appreciate that they do kind of hover around me and know what I'm doing. I would definitely agree with that. Sure. So it's a little mixture. Yeah. It all depends. And we're going to wind this down with just two follow-up questions. Uh, in terms of content that you enjoy sharing or viewing the most, what could you tell the audience about what you enjoy sharing or viewing the most? I would definitely say YouTube is a great app. It has some amazing things to watch and learn on there. 
I also really do like Snapchat. Snapchat has mainly like stories on your friends and such. And yeah, I would say the content I enjoy most seeing is probably like YouTube. There's a lot of cool stuff, mountain biking clips, and a lot of just people being themselves. Sure. And lastly, guys, are there any types of content that makes you most uncomfortable? Mainly anything inappropriate. And how do you determine what's inappropriate? Uh, explicit images and such. I would say like sexual and porn content. That stuff's really bad. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I appreciate your honesty. I appreciate both of you being here with me today and then talking about social media and answering those difficult questions. Uh, anything that you would like to let the listeners know before we end? I would like to just let you guys know that your kids, if you even have kids, uh, they're going to use social media no matter what. Trust me, they'll find a way. But sometimes it's okay to let them discover things for themselves. Yeah, I would agree with that. Let your kids kind of discover for themselves. Don't hover over them unless they're really little. So try to let them have more responsibility because responsibility comes knowledge. Well, there you have it. Cameron, Carter, thank you so much for spending time with your grandfather today and making this very important podcast. I appreciate your openness, honesty, and transparency. One thought I'd like to leave you, the listener, with today is the importance in establishing a safe and positive online experience for your child. Remember, it's not just about restrictions. Rather, it's about fostering a safe and healthy relationship with technology. Thank you for listening to a North Point Counseling Perspective. If you enjoyed today's episode, please click like and don't forget to share your thoughts with me. Until next time, always be attuned to your child's social media experiences.